ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. How many of us are excited to be in church this morning? Okay, we, we, we don't look like we are excited. Do we want to dance this morning? And, and during the praises, I said that there is a name which is above every other name. Hallelujah. And that name is Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of us believe that that name is Jesus? Oh, I, 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 can't, I can't see too. How many of us believe that that name is Jesus? Hallelujah. Okay, let me see you clap like this. I want us to ginger ourselves this morning. Hallelujah. All right. Can I hear some scream? Oh. Creator of the universe What can 
going through this morning. But I want us to know that the God that we serve is able. He is capable. He is able to change your situation. He is able to turn things around for your good. All things are working for your good. All things are changing for your good. All things are turning around for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, give a clap offering and a shout of praise. And my evil kids cry. You can sit down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amawadon. Hallelujah. Oh, bon sem kesie pama Jesus and no pay. I'm a man, 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 I'm a
excitement that's excitement right there that's excitement right there yeah that's excitement your marriage could do with some excitement your, your relationship could do with some excitement excitement when we see your face even Charlie, we, we can't oh oh no no don't do that those on my left side here do you understand what i'm saying can you hear me give me a wave you can hear me beautiful beautiful so this year we are into excitement hallelujah And I'm excited this morning to tell you that the word of God is about to come your way. Listen, the Bible describes the word of God as quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible describes it as the light that lights our pathway. The word of God is what is about to tell you how you should behave tomorrow. Yes. The word of God is about to show you today how you should behave on Wednesday. Yeah. So it is literally the light for your path. Well, ladies and gentlemen, light brings excitement. When our paths are illuminated, we get excited. I want you to stand to your feet this morning. Begin to warm up. You know the sounds, the signs of excitement. Hand clapping is a sign of excitement. Screaming is a sign of excitement. I'm surprised that people are not jumping around. But I want you to join me. And let's welcome to this moment, the bishop. Edwin, Morgan, oh go, come on, make some noise, Morgan and Khalifa.
excitement. some excitement for the instrumentalists. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to be in the house of God. And uh, we want to thank God for every blessing he's bringing into our lives. This morning I see a sea of blessed people. I said, I see a sea of blessed people. And whatever is in your life disturbing your blessing, by the end of this service, it will not be a part of your life anymore. Clap your hands once again for Jesus. Don't stop clapping. What a blessing. I want us to lift up our hands and receive the grace to receive. 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 Father, we receive the grace to receive. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you for angels. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the presence. That makes everything special and everything different. We are grateful, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may please take your seats. And I want to welcome you to church this morning. I have no doubt that God is going to touch our life. This morning... We are going to have a sermonet. Just enough for you to live your day by day life. And I'm continuing to share with you on the subject of seeds. Seeds. It's very important that you know that your life is a life of seeds. And when you know this, efficiency. So when you know that your life is full of seeds, you are very, very careful 
what you do with your life. There are certain statements I have made I want to tell you that I will not stop making them. That not knowing that something is a seed does not change its nature. Amen. Not knowing that the seed in your hand is a guava seed doesn't change the fact that it's a guava seed. So once it hits the ground, guava will come out. That is why Ephesians 5, chapter, verse 15, New Living Translation. It says, so be careful how you live. I think this morning's service can even end on this note. It's enough. It's really enough. Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools. Sorry, I'm not the one. How can I insult you? How can a person wearing a suit insult? The Bible says that don't live. God is advising the church. Don't live like fools. If it is only you, then it is don't live like a fool. Yes. But those who are wise, because everything you are doing is a seed. Be careful. Young boys and girls, be careful. Another thing I've said is that age doesn't change the nature of a seed. Being a two-year-old in the same church does not change the nature of what you are doing as a little boy. If I give an apple seed, a tomato seed, pepper seed to to an eight-month-old baby, it is still a seed. There are people in their 40s and 50s. The the life they are living in their 40s and 50s is a direct result of how they lived their teenage years. So being a 12-year-old doesn't change the fact that what you are doing is a seed that is going to produce a tree with fruits. Be careful how you live. Be very careful how you live. Prayer doesn't change the nature of a seed. 
Fasting doesn't change the nature of a seed. Do you know what fasting does? Prayer and fasting guides you not to plant certain seeds. That's why we pray. David went to kill somebody's husband. His assistant. He killed his assistant. He organized the murder of his assistant. And then when he finished, he took his wife. Of course, eventually the the matter came up because there's nothing hidden that shall not be made public. Then he began to cry and fast. He changed his clothes. King David, he changed his kingly raiment to sackcloth and put ashes on himself. He was extremely sorry for what he had done fasted, waited on God. But the fasting did not change. What was going to befall that baby that was going to be born? Fasting does not change the nature of a seed. Your fasting today only supernaturally guides you into what you will do tomorrow. So you can pretend you are a dancing star and fool around. It's up to you. I said that being a young guy doesn't change the nature of of your behavior. I'm telling you. Being young doesn't change what is going to come out of your life. So be careful how you live. Be careful. Today, I'm continuing to share with you another seed. Already I've taught you about four seeds, four types of seeds. What's the first type of seed? The seed you sow to the flesh. Yes, these messages are on my podcast. Go back and listen to it because hearing a message in a church service doesn't mean you know it. Faith doesn't come by hearing. It comes by hearing and hearing. The word of God doesn't change you by just hearing. It changes you by hearing and hearing. Romans 10, 17. Hearing and hearing. 
the word of God. The psalmist said, God has spoken once and twice have I heard that victory belongs to God. When God speaks once, your responsibility is to hear it twice, thrice, many times. When God speaks once, you don't hear it once. God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. What God says to you, you must make sure. So, being in this church service doesn't mean you've heard the message. When God speaks once, you got to hear it twice. The seed to your flesh. I will highly recommend that message to you on my podcast. Listen to it. It's going to be a blessing to you. Thank you, Jesus. Then the next one is the seed of money. Money is a very, you see, your, you may not know. I'm sure nobody has told you. Your entire life is based on what you do with money. I need you to listen to that message on my podcast. Actually, I preached that same message I preached to you in the redemption service. The one for your children. That was a better message to my estimation. To my mind. Get it and listen to it. You don't know what money is. I said, you don't, don't think you know what money is. Because when I check your life, I know that you use money for watching. You, you, you use money to buy food, to buy shoes. And that's not what money is. That one, buying things with money, is just a, a little bit of what money is used for. If you have money, you have your life in front of you on the table. You can choose to use all of it to buy one wig. And your life will be a burden you will carry like a wig. The seed of money. The third seed we shared was the seed of what? Of what? Righteousness. To know what is right. And to do it. I see people doing things with strength. And when I stand back, I ask, does this person, has he not read the Bible? Does he not know that what he's doing is destroying him? I can't understand. Am I the only one who owns a King James Bible? You need to know what is right. And you need to know that you need strength to do it. Knowing what is right does not mean at all, that you will do it. And the same way, knowing what is wrong does not mean at all. You know that this is a sin. Doesn't mean that you will not do it. Yes. Is that the knowledge is just 10% of it. You can know that something is not good. 
and indulge in it and as you are doing it, you are saying, stop it. I like it. Yeah, that is why I taught you that, that series that you need a special diet. Anyone who does anything special needs a special diet. Golfers eat and drink certain things. Footballers eat and drink certain things and also have got powder and all that things. Uh, bodybuilders, bodybuilders eat 24 eggs a day. Yes. Any, they swallow it. Anything you do that is out of the ordinary, you eat a special food. Anything. Singers eat. A, we have a singer here. She taught us what not to drink, what to, to, to eat. In the same way, doing what is right is a special life. Righteousness is a special life. Most people are doing wrong things. With strength. When you see how convinced they are, you may think they are right. Yes. When you see how they post pictures on Facebook, you may think that what they are doing is right. And you will think so because you have not in any way heard the message I'm about to preach this morning. When you see people doing things, writing things on social media, and so you may think that they are right. The strength with which they are speaking. You may think, oh, wow, eh? Wow, 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 Most people are wrong. Only a few special people do what is right. So God asking that if you did what was right, would you not have been accepted? Now sin lies at your door. So you need a special diet. If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? Righteousness is a big one. Oh, I mean, this series is, is, a, is, a, is a blockbuster. Yes, it's a blockbuster. Get it right. And then I talked about the seed and the seed last week was the seed of serving the Lord. Everyone must serve the Lord. Because he brought you out of the world to serve him. We learned it last week. He said, let my people go that they may. He expects it. Don't break God's heart. Anybody whose heart you break will know that you've sown a seed. Yes, I'm talking to the guys and the thieves among us. Well, of course, girls also break hearts. Yes. Oh, yeah, get, girls, girls break hearts. I remember when I was not born again long, a girl broke my heart. <laughs> now, when she sees me, she's smiling. I was about 11 years, but she broke my heart. <laughs> Life is beautiful, but only with Jesus. Everyone must serve God. Do something in God's house. There is a special blessing God gives. You see, your life 
needs a certain blessing to be complete. And that blessing will only come to you if you serve God. I'll take it again. Your life. You know, you've got money, you've got a wife, you've got a cars, and so on. There's something little that you need to complete your life. That thing is reserved only for the people who serve God. So in Malachi 3 verse 18, God said, I will show you go and come. When you come back, you will see that there's a difference between, there's a difference. So God has, 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 has purpose that somebody who serves him and someone who doesn't serve him will never be the same. And even in my little life, I can see it around. He will never, the same way there's a difference between a righteous person and a wicked woman. Oh. He will make sure that the one who serves him is different from the one who doesn't serve him. Anyone who is serving God in this church should watch out. There's a blessing coming your way. I said, watch out. There's a blessing. Assuredly, 1558, 1 Corinthians. 1558, 1 Corinthians. Assuredly, I tell you, that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Nothing you are doing in God is in vain. I'm not sure what is what you, how what you are doing in ministry of social welfare will affect your life. I don't know, ministry of health. I don't know, but I'm talking about the ministry of God. When somebody makes you a basenta leader, the person has given you the best gift of your life. It changes your life. It blesses your life. Everyone, everyone in this church, for your life to be complete, and see, when I say your life to be complete, you know your life is the same. I mean, your, your life consists of your wife's life, your husband's life, your children's life. That's your life. Your children's life. That's your life. Uh-huh. For your life to be complete, you must serve God. You must serve God. Don't sit in the church without serving God. Don't sit in the church without serving God. It doesn't help. Do something. I'm happy I'm standing in front of a sea of choristers. They were here for the all night. They have all nights. Rehearsals. They are serving God. They are doing something. Because God's work is so big that everyone can do just a little. I just happen to be standing in front of you. What I'm doing is very little. In fact, a lot of people have had to work before I've come to stand here in front of you. Everybody is contributing. You may not know that as I'm preaching, the message is is entering your heart because of my son sitting there playing the keyboard. You may not know that he is an important person. But I'm the one you are looking at. But you don't know that Somebody has had to arrange lights for the lights shine on me to make me visible to you. 
everybody, the sound, the sound, the quality of the sound you are hearing. There is somebody sitting behind the machine tuning it. Because God's work, if it's really the work of God, then it must be as big as God himself. And no human being can do everything. That is why it grieves God's heart that he will save you, bring you out of the world, and you will come to church and just sit in the church. Sit in the church. That is why he has also made an arrangement that he will, he will, he will make sure certain things never come to you. Yes. That's why he said in first Corinthians, he will make sure there's a difference. Because he is not a fool. If there's anybody who is a fool, you are likely to be the one. It cannot be God. Either you are the one or your pastor or your sister, somebody, but it can't be God. We are going to start major productions here. Drama productions by film stars here. Major, major ones. Fit for Hollywood. And we need people who can act. Whether you are in this star or this group or what, we are collecting different people who can act. Yes. You may not be able to preach the way I'm preaching, but you are very good at acting because you know that you can pretend a lot. Anyway, you can pretend and pose a lot as an actor. <laughs> that was just at the side. But I'm looking for very good actors. So, whether you are in the choir or you are an usher, doesn't change it. I will, I will borrow you from the choir for that seven-minute skit on the stage. Yes. So, if you know you can act nicely and you are very good, you are a very, very good person, you can act well, um, after church, come to me. When we close, I'll be standing... Um, on the stage I'll be on the stage if you are not coming to us don't come and greet me I don't need greetings this morning (laughs) I need stars I said don't come and greet me go home so I'll be on the stage those who can act well I'll be waiting for you I'll stand on the stage for three minutes and go Clap your hands for Jesus. Say, I'll serve God. God. If you don't serve God, I'm telling you that God ain't no fool, baby. Please put up that verse again, Malachi 3, 18. I'll show you that there's a difference. Yes, there's a difference. Yes, there's a difference. Him that serves because, because you're, you know, it is wonderful that God will save you and you won't serve him. It's really wonderful that you will do nothing in the house of God. Oh, Opana. Wow. Is it possible? Let's clap our hands for our Basenta leaders, Basanta leaders, the pastors, the pastors. Clap for them. It's there. Exodus 23, verse 25. I'm preaching. I'm just preaching. These are the blessings that people who don't serve God will never have.
Say, you shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. If you don't serve God, your bread and your water will be or you be community water. Yes. Your bread will just be value view bread. But those who serve God, even though it is value view bread, but it is blessed. No, you may not know that I've come to church like this on a you see when I'm preaching, you I, I, by the grace of God, I'm close to 30 years preaching. I've seen a lot. I, I have, I, I, I was in church like this on a Sunday preaching. Every people were sitting out, singers, pastors, and there was a gentleman writing notes. By 6 p.m., 6 p.m., I'm telling you in English, 6 p.m., he was dead. I was standing by his body at a polyclinic. A young man who was in church in the morning. From 12 o'clock, he began to have diarrhea. From something he ate. That somebody also ate. Wow. Yes. He poured water acutely. And died. I was standing there. Helpless. In, and in shock. I could not believe my eyes. So it's not enough. Saying blessed bless over your food. Doesn't change the nature of the food. Blessed bless. Those who serve God, they don't even need to pray over their food. Ah, but have you not heard it said, when you go out to win souls, that they shall drink poisons? It shall not hurt them. It shall not hurt them. You go and win souls. You go into all the world. You preach the gospel to your neighbor. You shall tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. Luke 10, 19. Scorpions. Just because in verse 1, he was able to send you. You must rejoice when you are on a mission by God. What you are doing is because of God. Yes. Like I said the other day, even there are some businesses you must do, even though you sell shoes and whatever, there are some jobs you must do because of God. Yes, extra hours you are committing because of God. He sent them 70 people in twos. And one of the advantages he gave them, which was never mentioned anywhere in the Bible over anybody was that because you went and came, I'll also give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Serve him. Do something for Jesus. Help to build this house. Help, help. 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 I can see some empty chairs at the back there. Some of you could be basenta leaders. Gathering people and bringing them to church. Yes. For me? No, not for me. It can't be for me. It cannot be for me. But the grace of God. Anything that 
a pastor is clapped for. I, I, I have lived it. Anything that makes a pastor popular, I, I, I don't need you to do anything for me. I don't need you to, for, for me to be popular. No, it's for you and your children. You serve the Lord, he will bless you. Go back to the verse. Exodus 23. And he will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Yeah. Certain diseases cannot be found in people who are serving God. And they are very common in people who don't serve God. My here, my here, my here, my there, my there. This has come. I'm in the hospital. I'm doing this. People who are actively serving God, they don't even have time for the sickness. Next verse. There shall nothing cast their young. No. How can you be fruitful in God's house and you, you are barren at work? Listen. No. No, 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 no. I've not seen one since I was born. I've not seen one since I was born. Because when God is blessing you for serving him, he blesses you in every way. Genesis 24 verse 1. Genesis 24 verse 1. And Abraham was old. And was stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Every area. Every area is blessed. He blesses your home. Blesses your children's education. Blesses your life. Blesses your... I'm telling you. This Popeye syndrome where your arms are big and your legs are thin. It's only in the world. It's called... You can Google it. Popeye syndrome. It's a disease. Your hair is big, your hair is small. Your hair is big, your hair is small. No, if God is blessing you, all things, everywhere is big. Receive everywhere is big blessings. As I receive everywhere is big blessings. And Abraham served God, you know. He was a servant of God. You don't need, how many reverends are here? How many bishops? We are only two bishops here. You don't need to be called pastor before you serve God. The people who really serve God were not priests. There is no fire in the Bible, not even in Apocrypha, that we see that Abraham was pastoring people. He was, he was gathering people to preach to them. But he was called a servant of God. David never built a church. Never be, he didn't have a congregation like Pastor David. Never. He was a king. But he was called my servant. Yes. How many pastors do we have in the church? This work is not being done by 17 pastors. You don't need to be a pastor to serve God. You can be a king and serve God. Yes. Abraham was a businessman, big time, rich, wealthy business. I mean, Solomon, the food he was eating, every day, 100 cows. His household. Is it 100? You can check. 100 or some number. Every day. The number of cows they killed for his people, this household to eat. Cows, cattle. He wasn't a pastor. He wasn't a pastor. You don't need to be a pastor to serve God. 
Job wasn't a pastor. He was so blessed. He served God. There's so much you can do. Joining the foam stars on the stage is serving God. Yes. Joining the choir to sing on stage is serving God. I'm saying that the work of God is so big that not one man of God can do much. Take me back to Exodus 23. Please. Exodus 23. There shall nothing cast her young. That you can be pregnant and miscarry. Then that's a Judas that went out. The only miscarriage which is allowed in people who serve God is Judas's and Absalom's who are about to be born. So any, any, any lady pastor who has a miscarriage in the, around me, I told, that's an Absalom about to be born that God, God has removed it from me. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Nobody serving God dies one day before his time. He will fulfill your day. Your days are full. Say your days. These things are not given to Read it in the Bible. It's not said about people who don't serve God. Verse 27. Look at verse 27. I will send my fear before thee. And I will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thine enemies turn their backs to thee. That's what God does. New King James, please. It's a special blessing. People will fear God. And that fear will give you access. Because you serve God. I said people will fear God. And that fear will give you access. So people will will allow you, will employ you. People will do things because they fear, not because they fear you. Because they fear God, it will give you access. Now, I will make all your enemies stand their backs to you. Not you. Because it's a special blessing for those who serve God. Verse 28. I will send hornets before you. which shall drive out the Hivites, the Canaanite, the Hittite from before you. There's no free land. So, God has to drive out. Some of you, your next job, God is already working in the heart of someone in your office to resign. Yes. I don't know, it's, it's suddenly just feel like I must leave this job. And you say, ah, this person has resigned. Then, then you are called, please come and occupy the position. He, he has sent hornets to drive out the Hivites and the Canaanites. It's not for church goers. It's for servants. It's for what? Servants. 29. I will not drive them out from before you in one year. This, I love this one. I will not do this in one year. Lest the land become desolate. And the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. It's a beautiful scripture. I love it so much. Yeah, God doesn't, those who are serving God, they don't become big in one day. Yes. Look at the next verse. Little by little. Yeah. Little by little. It is, it is the girls who are chasing people's husbands, trafficking drugs in the church, doing all kinds of shady deals. Those are the girls who, who suddenly appear in a car. Suddenly in a nice car. Yes, I'm preaching in English. Suddenly she has, uh, this old big girl is now in some uh, 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 Park. Abba. No. So suddenly she's in some big house. 
and she can't live in the big house. There are, all, there are cockroaches and rats in other rooms. And she's in one room. If God is blessing his servants, it's just little by little. I've seen it in English. Little by little. Little. You see that? People can, it's like how your son grows or a tree grows. You know that the tree is growing. Like, we are here now. Before you know, you have some nice wife, children, cars, houses. Yeah. Suddenly you've gone to America and come. You've gone to Paris and come. We are here. The church, you are not around the weekend. She's with her husband in, 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 in Mali. In Mali. No, I'm t- I've seen it. Don't be impressed with people. Who are, we are there now. Suddenly, you, 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 are, you, you are fair. You are fair. Suddenly, some bags and some shoes and bling, and you, you are looking different. And everybody is surprised. Aha! What, what is it? It's a sign that the person is becoming canal. Ah, I said, not Christiano, pastor. I'm close to 30 years, but the grace of God. I've seen it all. I was with a church member. Suddenly, she, she, had, she was living in a very posh area. This is about 25 years ago. Suddenly, with a child, it comes into the car. The car locks. Charlie, what is going on? The car is locked. The car is open. Hey. I met her brother recently. I was asking, oh, why is that this our big sister? Also, she's, she's with her mother. I can mention names to you. No, how? So, the man threw her out of the house. Yeah, somebody's husband got some butter for her. Yeah, the man collected his car. Everything just threw her out. He's gone back to her mother. I see you having solid foundations. Get it right. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Doesn't help you. Quarry says, take your time, baby. Little by little, baby. Little by little. Cool. So we are here. Before we know it, you see that secondhand wig is changing to brand new wig, but it's not quality. Brand new wig, but it's not quality. You iron it sometimes. They said the quality is changing. Before we know, one day, it's, it's a, after two years, the wig is quality. We are here. We see. Even when we are coming, Uncle Dennis will give you a lift because you you, your shoes are in a bag and you are wearing slippers on the road and you are coming. Charlie, what with the shoes are in the bag? Small, small, small. Then one day, you see that dropping has brought you to the church. Dropping has brought you. I, I'm preaching already. Dropping has brought you to the church. Then we are here now. One day you come Uber. After one year, one year after the dropping, then you are at the back of the Uber. And, 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 and you, are, you are looking into your phone. And your phone, because of your fingernails, you can't point like this. You, you touch it like this. You touch it like this. You touch the phone. You are at the back of the Uber. I, I, those without fingernails, they, 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 give me a phone. Like when, when I'm texting, I text like this. But those with quality fingernails, 
little by little baby then suddenly one day we see that you are driving your own second hand car when you were climbing the car gospel so the ushers came and pushed you to the church beautiful say little by little don't never be impressed with sudden things no, look, look at it and be quiet just keep watching them I'm preaching those who are really serving God they are slow their prosperity is little by little you've got to bring some tomato farmer from Spain suddenly you are wearing some big wedding ring big engagement ring and so oh no 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 when you see sightings just look so I'm telling you in fact, today this is the message I'm preaching this is the message I'm preaching don't be impressed with sightings some big diamond ring some nice I mean said that thing is quality some nice perfume ah, Baba, we, are, we are all here we are all attending rehearsals suddenly you have become what no don't be impressed your own your wedding go to Kaneshi market under the bridge there's an allergy who sells rings the, the biggest one is about 15 Ghana or so. Buy it. I'm telling you. Get an engagement ring. Go and see. We've got a pastor. Pastor Offa is there. Go and see him to make a minimum whatever engagement ring. And if he asks what stone is you use, tell him that you'll come tomorrow. Go to your house, behind your house. One of the river blades which is broken, pick one and break it again. And take some of the glass to him. That put it on it for me. Yes! Yes. Little by little. Then at seven years later, you are in Osu. You are buying the real ring. Say little by little, baby. Little by little, baby. Hey! Ten years later, 17 years after marriage, you and your husband are in Dubai choosing appropriate onyx and sapphire and ruby tanzanites. Don't speak when you see fast people, fast glories. Just be quiet. She invites you to a house and you enter the house. Ah, but we are together. We are in OEB here. Suddenly you are in some nice port place. There's fridge here. Even the fridge, you have to press something. The fridge will open on its own. Hey, you know. You know. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. It is, it is this evil that destroys many people. If you are walking with God, his blessings are little by little. Ah, 23 year old girl and, and now you see, we know you are not married how did you come into a house where you don't draw the curtains when you press a button then the curtains is moving I can't, I can't get it you enter a house and your room your bedroom when you clap papa then the light comes on what is light what, what are all these things what are all these things? No. The people who serve God, the girls in the choir who are serving God, hey, they move from compound house. Yeah. To chamber and hall. 
after five years then little by little don't be afraid of little by little i said don't be afraid of little by little chamber and hall and a bigger chamber and hall to a, a, a far bigger chamber and hall after 10 years you are still in a chamber and hall but you've bought your land you bought your land you bought your land you bought your land and you are building your first four bedroom house Two years after buying the plot, you move into an uncompleted house. Yes, you have used Zingler to roof one room. That's the blessing I'm talking about. If you don't serve God, you won't have this wisdom. You'll be chasing people's husbands, chasing money. Little by little. Going to school, you write, you fail, you write again a little, little by little. Any girl, I've never met a girl serving God who has beloved those a rich man before. I've never seen some. The proper girls who are serving God, their beloveds have got one shirt, two shirts, three shirts, but little by little, see, the guy is becoming a human being. I, one day I was looking for pictures for a project and I saw my picture. I, 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 I called my wife and I said, thank you. Recently also, I went, I was in Takrade with my wife. I went to play golf and when I was coming back home with my house in Takrade and we were, we were as I was driving, I was having some memories of about, from, from about 20, 40 years ago. When I got home, she was in the bedroom. I went into the bedroom and said, thank you. She said, oh, why? I said, just thank you. I just want to thank you. For leading me to Christ. I was wearing some. I was wearing some grey trousers, and then uh, there were some uh, these um, gravels. These grey, is it gravels? Yes. And my foot was on it like this, and I had done this. When I saw that picture, I was looking at it, and somebody came into the room. I just looked at it and hit the picture. I hit the picture. It was a very, very bad picture. There were two of them. One, I was alone. One, I was alone like this. Then I had forgotten, I had hidden the picture. So, so a day or two, I was looking through the pictures again, I saw a second of the same picture. Look, my face. As I was standing like that. My face. My face. My face. And my neck was thin. And my head was big. Oh, but 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 two days later, I was going through the same because I was doing something. I was going through the same stack of pictures, and I saw a second picture of the same. But that time, I was not standing like this. I was standing like this, and 
my wife, she was a young girl. She was standing behind me and was smiling like this. I said, this girl liked me when I looked like this. I called her and I said, thank you. Recently, I was preaching. Like I preached, I mean, walking about and asking questions. And I asked, I asked a girl, I said, what type of husband do you want to marry? Just to know her spirituality. She, 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 she got up and said, what? I said, what type, when you grow up, what type of husband would you like to marry? She was quiet for about five seconds. And her, her, her answer made me fall. I almost fell. She said, you. The type of husband she wants to marry is a man like me. Of course, any normal woman would like to marry a man. Look at me now. You can see. Oh, you need wear your glasses and look at me. Wear the glasses. You can't see me well. Somebody should cook it for you to come and eat. No, no. And there are girls here like that who are not serving God and you are looking at somebody's husband that she has struggled with for 15 years. You are, now, you, you, you are looking at her and you are now bringing him water to drink so he can notice you and marry you. But those who serve God, little by little, he drives out ugliness little by little. He drives out poverty little by little. He drives out your enemies. Can you clap your can you stand to your feet and clap your hands and sit down? Keep clapping your hands. Little by little. That wisdom is only for those who serve God. Those who, who don't serve God, they want it big suddenly. I don't know how any young man will truly be serving God and will be betting. You are betting. Anybody who is betting is looking for a break too early. People who serve God really, they don't bet. Keep clapping. Betting is at the same level as cocaine. It destroys, yes, it will even destroy lives more than cocaine. Betting, uh, something that they themselves have written on their, uh, whatever, their cars and their billboards that it is addictive. It's, it's, it is a drug. Bet responsibly. Nonsense. Now those who, please sit down, let me tell you something, my dear. The girls who are serving God, as we are doing witnessing, we are around, then you see me. Wow, I also like you. You also like me. I don't have much. I mean, SHS, we are friends in the church. We are together. You, I, make, I annoy you. You also annoy me. We are together. Then we'll say, okay, we'll marry. When we marry, we move in into, uh, what's the name of that place called? Ah, down, down there, down there. OEB, there's a place down there. Bernapath, Bernapath. We go into a chamber and hall. First five months, 
five months after we move in, thieves come and remove uh, uh, all our things. Because we're on the ground floor and the burglar proof is not good. Then we start again. No lights, no lights. When it rains, the water is inside. We are swimming in the water. But little by little, as we are swimming, we, as we are in the water, clean the water, we, we stop a little and we kiss each other. We hold each other. Oh. Kai. You want to go and live in Trasaco Valley. Is it Trasaco Mountain or Valley? Girls, don't look for quick things. Don't look for quick things. Don't look. Don't look. Hate it. Say little by little. That's why you must serve God. It's only those who serve God. Yes. If I, if I say I can tell you how I got to stand here in this suit, I cannot. I don't know how. I don't know how. From that picture to here. Because the little by little, you, you can't tell when it is changing. You can't tell. But you know that things are happening. Five years time, when you look at your life, it's far different from the life you are living five years ago. Yes. Two years from now, you look at your life, suddenly you are different. There's a little flesh in your cheeks, a little something, a little something, a little something. May God add little by little, a little money, a little beauty, a little breakthrough, a little favor, a little blessing, little by, receive little by little. Anybody looking for big things, you fall. You fall. Little by little, I'll drive them out until you have increased and you inherit the land. Is that the last verse? There's another, yes. Ah, I love this one too. Those who serve God say, I will set your bounds from the Red Sea to the sea, Philistia, and from the desert to the river. Kadamu manda satakaba. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand and you shall drive them out. Remember, I'm talking about go back to verse 25, then come back to 31. 25, please. So you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless. These are the blessings that come to those who serve God. Verse 31, 31 say, And I will set your bounds. When you serve God, he determines your boundaries. Nobody is able to take one square centimeter of your land. I'm telling if you serve God well, you are serving God properly. No witch can take even one inch of your husband. She may appear to be taking him, but I'm telling you that because you are a servant of God, I said, because you are a servant of God, your boundaries are established. There can be no demonic incursions. Your life is established. Your boundaries are established. Nobody is able, you rather are taking people's lands. Is there? I will deliver the inhabitants of the land. Because you may not know. You know, I'm buying lands. Right, right now, as I'm speaking, I'm from a meeting. I'm buying lands all over here. We are building a, nothing less than five big cathedrals in, this, in the area and the mountains and so on. One, one of my shocks I've had last weekend today is that there's no free land. And when I say there's no free land, I'm, I'm not talking about that, that no land 
there's, there's no land which doesn't belong to someone. Every land, of course, is for somebody. I don't even know how people got to own land. God has made this land and somebody owns it. But that's another, that's another discussion. But I'm just saying that lands that you think are in place, every land has been bought from the owners. I mean, I thought I, I, was, I, was, I was the new guy going to negotiate with families and tell them, that, you know something, this land, nobody wants it. And we are coming to buy it, build a church. No, no, it's not like that. They will show you papers. One of the lands, there are mangoes on it. A mango farm. And we went to see some cooks. Some cooks. Old man, he's a cook. He said the land is it's for them. And truly it's for them. It's their land. But it's not the whole truth. Yeah. When the person was leaving the house of the old man, old man doesn't respect himself. And then somebody whispered that it's, the land is for us. But go and see the people who, are, who own the mangoes. They'll tell you something. When we went there, so we, want to, we, we are buying this land. We just want to compensate you for the mangoes you, you have on the land. So would you come, for which mangoes? The land is for us. You show the document. The same man has sold the land already. The same man has sold the land already. Should a Christian do this? Should a Muslim do this? Should a traditionalist, should an, should an elderly man do this? An elderly man who pours libation, should he do this? <laughs> so I'm, see, I'm just saying that you may not know that everything belongs to someone. So how do you get your own? God drives out people, especially, especially those who don't value what they have. Yes. For, he said, I will deliver the inhabitants. Earlier on, we saw that. He said, I will drive out the Hittite. Whatever you have, this chair, hold it well. Oh. Hold it well. This dress you are wearing, hold it well. Because somebody will replace, let me not stand there and talk. Somebody will replace you, you won't believe it. Value what you have and pray to God to reveal the value of what you have. Your son who is failing maths. Value him. Value your husband. He doesn't work. But you should have known this before marrying him. But that's okay. You are the one working. One day a wife, she, oh, she was here last night. Are you aware there's a church here on Saturdays? Yes. Not even one person. The only person here is a different church. Nobody is here who was here last night. A church just like this. Saturday night. It's called His Presence Service. She was here last night. She came to me complaining. She said, I'm a teacher, I'm a nurse, I forget. She said, my husband is a builder, he's a mason. You know, he doesn't have much. But he gets jobs. He has never paid my child's school fees, never, our children's school fees, no rent, electricity bill, nothing. He's just, he, I mean, he works and I, I don't know where he gets his money from. I, what, what, sorry, what he does with his money. 
The woman was frustrated. I sat there. I said, is it true? I said, yes. She said, yes. I said, go and bring your husband next Tuesday or something. Then he, she, she brought the husband. I was sitting down. I told the wife, tell the story again. This is my husband. He's amazing. But he doesn't do anything. He doesn't help with electricity, water, rent, children's school fees, nothing. He doesn't, no contribution. Now I turned to the man. I said, sir, is it true? He said, I said, do you help with school fees? No. Light bill? No. This, this, no. This, this, no. Hey. So I said, I said, do you get jobs? He said, yes. I said, so what do you do with the money? Then he was sitting there, looking at me. <laughs> I asked the question three times. He was not prepared to answer. I was a young pastor. I was a young pastor. And I thank God for the wisdom he gave me. The man was sitting here. His wife was there. I told the wife, I want to tell you something. I said, do you want to be married to him? He said, yes. You want to remain in this marriage? A man who doesn't take care of your children? Who doesn't pay rent? She said, yes. A man who doesn't pay light bills? said, yes. Okay. As I said, I also want you to marry him. So I'll give you wisdom. One wisdom key to help you to marry him. I said, imagine that he's dead. The man sat up. <laughs> he said, Bishop, why? I said, yes, but that is what you are. You, you, you don't need to die. To die. Luke 15. The prodigal son's father. He said, this my son. The man was standing there eating kebab. He said, he was what? Dead. He was, the one who was in the house was the one he would send, he would do things with. This boy is far away in Moscow, smooching prostitutes. He said, this my son was dead, but now is alive. I said, this is your husband. Do you want to marry him? Imagine that. I told her two things. Take it. Imagine that he's dead. Then the man sat up. I said, yes, you are dead. Then I told the wife, I said, imagine also that in the night, a ghost becomes a human being and begins to hold you and touch you. Allow that one. It is later on I got to understand that. Later, seven, eight years later. That a man doesn't have to work to be in the house. Yes. That the existence of a father figure just sitting in a chair in a house changes the destiny of the children who are there. That children who who are born without a father in the house are different from children who are born with a father in the house. Should a man be irresponsible? No, I'm not saying that at all. Most of the men I see here are very responsible men. I've hardly met a, a useless husband. But once a while, if you didn't pray well and you get such a husband, 
take it that he is dead. I gave a wife that advice yesterday. Take it that he's a dead man who once a while approaches. I, t- I said, you will be very happy because your children need to see a father. Let him just be there. And once a while, tell him to shout at the children. That's all. His work is to shout. <laughs> yes. Just tell him to shout and send. But you do your teaching work, sell handkerchiefs, sell shoes, do, get jobs, take it down. As if your husband was dead, wouldn't you take care of this child? Today I want to tell you, nobody, nobody is going to come one inch into your life. If you serve God, your boundaries are established. Your children are not available to raster men. I said your daughters are not available to raster men. I I will set your bounds. I will set your bounds. I will make sure that the life I gave you, no devil takes a little piece of it. Yes, yes, yes. I'll make sure that your life, your life is intact. Your boundaries are intact. And rather, rather, I will drive out the hatred. It is my prayer today that you will become someone God will deposit special blessings. Say special. Special. These are not for Christians. These are for servants. These are for servants. Like Isaiah 54 verse 7. Never be in a church that you are not doing anything in. Don't stay there. Go to a shrine. Don't stay in a church. Don't be in a church without serving God. Don't be in a church without serving God. Wherever you are, Lighthouse, Action, Presby, Anglican, wherever, do something, sing in a choir, be an usher, be something, bell boy. Be, be the one who rings the bell before communion. Do something. Look at it. Isaiah 54, verse 17. And I'm ending with this. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that arises against thee in judgment thou shall have the power to condemn it no weapon formed life is not as you are looking at people are designing weapons to destroy you if this was not happening on earth the Bible would never have said it. People are forming weapons. 
people are sitting down and they are planning against you how to destroy you how to destroy your life in fact even their thoughts they are thinking they are thinking David calls it imagining vain things vain things Paul talks about imaginations, pulling down strongholds. Imaginations. When people imagine things, they happen. If they didn't have, if they were, if, if, if they were not happening, God would not have anointed Paul to write down, pulling down strongholds. The strongholds are imaginations. People are planning to destroy your marriage. You think that pe- people you think are your friends are not your friends. Some of you to be two years before you know. Yes, some of you to be ten years. I have been shocked in my life to discover that people I thought were friends were not friends. But you would know it today. Sometimes it is 20 odd years. People are wishing you will lose your job. People are wishing you will be in the mental institution. They sit down and plan. People have meetings about you to plan, to destroy your life, to destroy your business, to bring you down. Look, one of the, if you are a man, one of the most powerful weapons the enemy will use against you is a woman. It's a woman. I'm not characterizing women as evil. I'm saying that a man, because of your testosterone, a man will choose a woman over jollof rice, a woman over a job. In fact, men. Ah, men have, have resigned from jobs because of a woman. A king of England, he got down from the throne, a king. He said, I won't, I won't rule as a king. Do you know what it means to be a king? Japan, one of the emperors, the one next in line, he, he met a girl. He said, no. No, I won't be a an emperor because of this girl he, he, he has left Japan he's living in Manhattan in New York just a few months ago the future emperor he said no I found a girl beware they will send a woman to you if they don't send a woman you yourself will like her They will arrange in a way to let her be around and just get born again one Sunday. To make sure that the Sunday you are preaching that you will get born again. And arrange with the first timers to come and ask some questions that they don't understand about the girl. It's all a conspiracy. I'm preaching. Say weapons. 
If you don't understand weapons, say weapons. They want you out of your house. They want this ring off. But you are looking at me. They are planning against you. Some of you sitting here, you are actually the sacrifice. You are due to be sacrificed in your family. I said, you are due. You should die by the end of this year. Not because somebody wants your job. You don't have any job. What, what job do you have? Who are you? No, but when they look at the generations, the fourth born of the fifth uncle, whose second son married that one, one from Adam, her, her first child, who married the second man in that family, that one's third born with the second wife, the first child of the second wife. It's your turn. Say it's your turn. Say weapons. You are sitting in church clapping your hands. You don't know that they are, you, you have already been sacrificed. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce to you that for every weapon planned and formed against you, there is a counter weapon. I said there is a counter weapon. Matusi Mahangala Baba. When men gather and plan, ladies and gentlemen, if you believe it, there is a counter weapon. There is a counter weapon. And it's not fasting and prayers. There's a counter weapon. It's not jumping about. The weapon that is used against the wicked imaginations of men is to make sure that you are serving God. It's your protection. Anyone who doesn't serve God is bare and barren. Say, do you know how many people wish I wasn't preaching this morning? That I was sitting at the back of the church or out of the church or dead. But by the grace of God, I'm serving. No weapon that is formed against you. The weapons of the enemies is not by fasting and praying. Fasting and praying have got the things they do. I'm reading the Bible to you. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue you may not know today is Sunday. But some two people in your office are, are going to meet at 2 p.m. in somebody's house. And the tongues will be declaring things about you. Imagining things. Discussing things. That since you came to the office, you are now a disturbance. Every tongue that shall arise against thee. Kaninoma satidema tola kataba. Can't you say nobody's marriage is like your marriage in the family? They are not happy that your marriage is unlike any other marriage. There will be a conspiracy to make sure you return home 
to join the girls there. I said, they want you to return home to join the girls there. But ladies and gentlemen, every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. You will condemn it. Now, now, now. How do you condemn it? By waking up and making counter declarations. Yes. You make counter declarations. I frustrate the agenda of the enemy. Yes. Yes. I neutralize words spoken against me. I come against declarations against my life. Imaginations of evil men shall not have any impact. No, 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 no. Before, before you get worked up, before you get worked up, understand that it's not just anybody who raises counter-attacks whose counter-attacks are effective. He said thus. Thus is the heritage. That's the inheritance of the servants of the Lord. Those who serve, they are those who can make counter. If you don't serve God, your words are ineffective. Because you're serving God, you suffer, you sacrifice. Look at me, I'm tired, I'm sweating. I've been preaching since when. And, and, and these sacrifices, they release power. If you're not serving God and you are at ease in Zion, you are not part of this. And you see, when they are saying that you are a thief, you are sleeping with girls, you are into men, you are this, when they are, when they are crafting false accusations against you, your, 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 your protection is that they are righteousness. I thank God that my righteousness is not before some men who have met. So my righteousness is before God. Jehovah is the one who sees my life Who sees my heart He's my judge He pleads for me He fights for me He defends me He protects me He makes my life Move And advance And their righteousness Is of me Can't you see The pastors You tell stories about they are still prospering because you are nobody having degrees i said having degrees that doesn't make you too you may be powerful but you cannot be too powerful to determine a servant of god's destiny how dare you i'm saying that having houses having money having what having having wives having children having intelligence what, what what is it our righteousness when we serve God it is before God he knows our frame he knows I'm trying he knows I'm trying I may be nothing before you but I'm great before God if God wants to kill me I will die in front of you. have you not look look at the internet pastors who are preaching and they die as they are preaching I said, if God wants me dead, you don't need to pray. You don't need to write about me on the internet. You don't need, leave me to God. He will kill me right now. 
If God doesn't want me to stand here next week, you won't see me here. Don't stand. Derek Prince said something. He said, imagine you are in court. There's a court. And the judge is sitting here. Normally, there's something that's a, a big something. What do you call it? Mommy, what's the... The judge sits behind what? Bench. Is it what? That, that thing they sit behind. What is it called? A bench. A bench. He's at the bench there. There's a jury. There's a, a, an armed policeman. And the people who go to court, the ordinary people, what are they called? The ordinary people. The, the world. The well. The well of the court. They're the ordinary sanquasses. Yes. Who have also gone there to hear the judgment. And the, the defendant is there. The one uh, who is being accused is there. And the plaintiff, the one who is accusing is there. And the sanquasses are in the well of the court. The judge is there. The accused is there. The lawyers are there. We are waiting for the judge. The judge hasn't come. And you get up and you go and sit on the judge's seat. And you take the, what is it, what, gavel or hammer? Gavel. And you pronounce, order! order! Who is this man? Order! By the way, what will happen to that person who goes to sit there? Is it a crime? <laughs> You'll be kicked out. You'll be kicked out. Order! The judge had a little diarrhea. He has finished his first round, like I said, seventh round. When he's climbing, he sees that somebody is sitting there shouting order. He, the judge is in his what? Quarrel. What was that? The quarrel. It's in the gown. The judge is in the quarrel, the, the gown. He's standing there. Somebody is sitting in his chair. Declaring somebody guilty. When the, he, he's the one, the judgment is in his hand that the person is not guilty. And you are declaring the person guilty. What do you think will happen to you? They will collect you and jail you. Impersonation, is it? So that is how it is. When you accuse someone that God is the only one who should sit in judgment over the person. Madula Sandalaba. When you I said, when you pass judgment over, over somebody, when you say somebody is this and that, and it is not your place, that's what the Bible says. Who art thou, O oh man? Thou that thou that judges another man's servant. Put up that verse for me. Another man's servant. Who art thou? And the continuation is that before. That person, New King James, New King James, look at it. Who are you? That is why you must serve God. So you become God's own. To his own master. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master, he stands or falls. No one stands or falls before somebody. 
you stand or fall before your master. The one you are serving is the one you stand or fall before. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, it's important that you are in connection. You are properly connected to the real judge. And serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As you are serving God, you can discuss me. You can talk about me anyway. I don't fall before you. Neither am I standing before you because you didn't call me. The God who called me, if I will fall, is before the God who called me that I will fall. You don't matter at all. But by passing a judgment about someone that you have no business judging, it's a seed you've sown. Expect. Expect your sentence. I pray for you. Listen to me. Your protection, your protection is in serving God. The people looking for your children, your daughter, your daughters, your son, the people looking for them, there are many. The people wishing that your daughter will be a lesbian. You have no idea. As you are laughing with me, don't know my thoughts about you. But when you are a servant of God, he empowers you. I said he empowers you. That's why Malachi 3 says that there will be a difference between my servants and those who don't serve. This year, sponsor a bus. Everyone in this church service must be linked directly or indirectly to a bus that brings people to church. I'm informing you. Everyone. Everyone. Either you are putting a human being on the bus or you are paying for a bus or you are part of those sponsoring a bus or you are having meetings with the people on a bus but let your life be linked to a bus this year it's my prophetic declaration I am repeating I'm repeating because our father declared it on Chalak night make sure so that when you stand in your bedroom and you are making counter declarations and sending counter weapons when you are in your room releasing arrows against their arrows releasing shields against their declarations when you are in your room making declarations to neutralize the wickedness around you when you wake up at 2am and you are reading declarations and prancing up and down every word you speak devastates the enemy because the power behind it is the power that comes to servants who are serving God I pray for you today that you find something to do God bless you for the camera you are moving up and down God bless you for singing today God bless you for the all night you organized God bless you for, for, for leading worship today yes one of these days, when they are plotting the scattering of your family, what they don't know is that one single word will scatter their families. Yes. When they are planning how to drink your blood, what they don't know is that one word will make them drink their own blood and eat their own flesh. This 
is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is before them. Stand to your feet. Keep clapping your hands. Don't stop clapping. Keep clapping. you are seeing it you don't know who your real enemies are that's why we serve God so that we can enjoy a little protection sorry not a little protection great protection keep clapping now Lift your hands and pray that you will do something in the house of God. This is your protection. Yes, I want to do something, Lord. This is your deliverance. Something, anything, Lord. Please. This is your protection. Hold the camera, Lord. Sweep your house, Lord. Nah, Sweep welcome, the house. Welcome somebody. Clean the toilet. Clean the toilet, Lord. Clean the compound. Clean the compound. Usher people in. Usher people in. Teach their children. Teach their children. Arrange the chairs. Arrange the chairs. Play the organ. Play the organ. Do something. Do visitations, Lord. Pray, Lord. Ah, hold the camera. Makandelebo, Libranda Yakaba, Lema Santani Manaba, sponsor a bus. Everyone close your eyes please And bring your hand down I want to pray And lead someone As I was preaching Your heart was burning within you I was saying pastor I feel I'm far from God Pastor please help me Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. But this morning, there's a reason why you came to church. Jesus wants to take over your life. Because he can see where you are heading. It's not a good place. As every head is bowed. And every eye is closed. You only say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be born again. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. If you're here like that. And they want you to pray with you. Wherever you are, just lift your hand. Yes, lift your right hand. I'm going to pray with you to receive Jesus. Lift it high. I'm going, just a prayer. I'm going to pray with you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to become Jesus. And not just somebody who is going up and down, living my life without God's protection, without God's covering. Lift your hand now. You want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. Lift your hand high. And if your hand is lifted, I see you, I see you, I see you. If your hand is lifted, I want you to come to me in front here. Come here. Come to me here. Come, my dear. Yes. Clap your hands for them. Come. Quickly. Come. 
quickly come clap your hands for them they are coming come and give your life to Jesus God bless you sir God bless you sir keep clapping your hands for them they are coming keep clapping your hands for them look at them they are coming ask our brothers and our sisters here to please lift up your two hands. I want to pray at this time for you. And I'm going to lead you to say a prayer. I'm leading you. Because you must cry out to the Lord. The Ethiopian Enoch, he said, how can I except someone should guide me? So I'm guiding you this morning. I'm guiding you this morning. Lift your two hands and now say this prayer and make it your own. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you. I thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. I am glad I am encountering you today. I am glad I am encountering you today. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I'm living my own life. I'm living my own life. And I am dirty. And I am dirty. I have sinned. I have sinned. My soul is dirty. My soul is dirty. Today. Today. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. I ask you, oh God. I ask you, oh God. Please wash me. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Make me clean. Make me clean. Make me a brand new person. Make me a brand new person. Today I confess. Today I confess. You as my master. You as my master. I declare. I declare. That I am your child. That I am your child. I am beginning a new life. Beginning a new life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. From today. From today, I'll be planted in your house. I'll be planted in your house. I will grow in your house. I will grow in your house. And I will serve you. And I will serve you. I will live for you. I will live for you. And I will turn my back to the world. And I will turn my back to the world. So that my enemies can turn their back to me. So my enemy can turn their back to me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For my salvation. For my salvation. From today. From today. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. I'm no more an unbeliever. I'm no more an unbeliever. I'm no more far from you. I'm no more far from you. I'm now your child. I'm now your child. I'm close to you. I'm close to you. Thank you. Thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I pray. I pray. Amen. Congratulations. I'm so happy to see all of you. This decision is the best decision anyone can take. And I'm happy that today you have taken this decision. But you see, by doing this, you have become a spiritual baby. 
You've just been born. How old are you? Yes. But today, you are spiritually born as a baby. Even though physically, you are an old man. Are you an old man? You are something. Yes. But you are a baby now. And no baby is allowed to take care of itself. Somebody must care for a newborn baby. That's why I have our pastors. Can you see their hands? They are waving their hands. Yes. They, they are a team. They are there. They are going to welcome you, talk to you, share some important things with you. So I want all of you to come with me. We are going. Let's come. Please come this way. Please come this way. Please come this way. Beautiful. Yes. 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 Clap your hands. Keep clapping your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands for them. Don't stop clapping. Oh, clap louder to encourage them. I want you to take your communion. You want to come to the Lord's table and eat with him. And eat with him. Please stand if you are seated. Take it, this is my body, which was broken for you. The body which was broken for you Drink is the body of Christ. And as we eat it, we enjoy healing, we enjoy God's presence, and we become one with him. Lift your bread, everyone. Lift it up now. Say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Oh, say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. As I eat it, as I eat it, I receive healing. I receive healing. I receive deliverance. I receive deliverance. Say this body. This body gives me strength. Gives me strength. This body. This body makes me live. Makes me live. My body is healed. My body is healed because of this. Because of this. I am one with Jesus because of this. One with Jesus because of this. Say whatever cannot destroy Jesus. Whatever cannot destroy Jesus. Cannot destroy me. Cannot destroy me. Because of the body of Christ. Because of the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. I will pass over you. Oh, when I see the blood. Take your drink. Lift it up. This is the blood of Jesus. It washes. It cleanses. It purges. Anybody who wants to drink your blood has to drink this blood first. Yes. (laughs) And once you drink it, no devil can drink it. Which means your blood is not available to be drunk by witches and wizards. I declare protection. Amen. I declare deliverance. Amen. Say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. Lift your two hands. Father, I pray for everyone. Amen. Ah, that we will walk with you well. 
We will serve you well. We will love you well. We will love you well. We will serve you well. We will love you well. We will serve you well. We will love you well. We will serve you well. We will love you well. We will serve you well. We will love you well. We will serve you well. We will love you well. Touch our hearts. Let us never stop serving you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.